Hi, I'm Justin Boyd. Hi, I'm George Luna. I'm Brittany Pacheco. And I'm Washington Manhunter. <laughs> and we are the Watchers in the Basement. <laughs> yes, we are. Welcome to a very special edition of the Watchers in the Basement. It's time that we talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to review the four-hour movie today, right now, on today's episode. And it's not going to take four hours either. Good. You sure? It might. It might. It might. Don't, don't tempt me with a good time because I could, I could talk about it for four hours. Um, God. Before we get started, I just want to talk about the Snyder Cut, like kind of my perception of it going in after watching it. So when this movie, when the, when the original Justice League came out in 2017, it's not a movie I saw in the theaters because I didn't like Man of Steel or Batman vs. Superman that much. I mean, there's, there's cool stuff in Batman vs. Superman, but there's a lot of dumb stuff too that I didn't like. So I wasn't interested in Justice League. I saw it later on, like a year later. I thought it was okay, but it seemed kind of watered down. And the colors were weird. And it just, some of the characters were stupid. And so when people were like, crying out they wanted to see the Snyder Cut I was like why would you want to see the Snyder Cut of this movie because like Man of Steel was the Snyder Cut of that movie it was not good in my opinion Batman vs Superman was the Snyder Cut of Batman vs Superman again not super great but you know I gotta say guys like I I'm a full-on convert I like I'm a Snyder guy now I love this movie I the Snyder Cut is it's a very good movie I uh I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've seen it three times. And, uh, and yeah, 12 hours is probably the best way to spend your time wow. watching a movie. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed the movie. So um, now that's, it's not a perfect movie by any stretch. There's plenty of things I dislike. There's lots of things I liked. And we're going to get into all that stuff from everybody. But just let's go around the room real quick and see, like, overall, how did you feel about the Snyder Cut? George, take it away. Overall, uh, I think you hyped this movie up so much that I, I was forced to love it. <clears throat> and, and in a bit, honestly, it was it was really great. Uh, my expectations were super low, so it literally shattered my expectations. It was really, I didn't even watch the, we talked about this, I didn't watch the first Justice League, so uh, I didn't really know what to compare it to. But now I kind of wish I, could, I should have, just so, to see what they cut off and like what they, change and arrange like within the story but i think you i think you should watch it it's only two hours and it i mean it it it, it i mean it's literally oh, half as long it's half as long as the snyder cut okay but you're like you're gonna notice like right away like because literally every scene that is in the 2017 movie that's in the snyder cut it's better than the snyder cut by leaps and bounds okay. it's it's insane how like how the, it works out like literally there's not one scene in that movie Point seventeen. It's better than the Snyder cut. So is it true? Is it true that in the original Justice League they didn't use any of uh, Snyder's footage? No, they no they used they used a lot of his footage actually. Oh, okay, okay, that's, yeah. that's what I was sure. Yeah, that, they, I had heard that. Yeah, they. I mean, there's many scenes that are the same scene in both movies, but they're just they play them differently. Like it's okay. You you really need to watch it because I think you're gonna be like, wow, this. Snyder Cut is, is like, it feels like an epic, like, Lord of the Rings type, you know, maybe Avengers-ish kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's as good as those movies. I'm just saying, like, it feels epic. Whereas the Justice League that came out in 2017, it's just such a, like, 
it's like a one of those animated movies that you could watch for free on HBO Max. It's like okay. an hour and twenty minutes. It's like the you don't care about the characters; they just throw them together, and it's like they have this generic story. I mean, it's the same story basically, but the way they they water it down, it's just it's what not I, very good. Yeah, what I loved about this is like I love the chapters and how they split in sections. Like I, I think that was great. Like especially just because it's such a long movie that. Yeah. Like I literally had to, uh, I think I paused like within like part three just to grab lunch. Cause I was like, wow, this is, this is insane. It's, it's still not even halfway through. And I love that they did that. And it just made the movie feel like almost like a mini series. And yeah, I thought it was pretty great. It could have been, and there was talk of them doing that. And I, I think that would have worked better maybe to have yeah. like, I mean, there's six parts plus an epilogue, which basically is another part. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have done a six or seven week run and just built up this hype train every week because the movie does get better as it goes along. I think the yeah. last hour or so is really awesome. There's stuff yeah. there that I, like, I'm going to rewatch the last part of it, you know, because it's this chapter format, I can go find it. I'm going to rewatch the stuff a lot because I think it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't all make sense, but it's all pretty cool. It looks amazing. So I agree. No, overall it was a, amazing movie i thought it was probably it's my favorite dc eu like the dc universe movie for sure yeah i think it's easily number one i think it's zach snyder's best movie like by far yeah i don't but the 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 crazy thing is that i don't know how he made batman superman and then he went and made this movie amazing because that movie sucked ass yeah and i mean like just the way the movie begins like it picks up from the end of bvs where superman is dying yeah. And right away, the way they play like Superman's death scream, her grand world. That was so that was so cool. So cool. Like, like I kind of have like chills watching it. Like the music, it, the score in this movie is amazing. Now the vocal stuff, we'll talk about that later. Horrible. But the the score is like it's incredible. Like that, that's where I'm saying like it's like Lord of the Rings or like Avengers. Because those songs have those movies have those scores where it's like you just get hyped up like you want to yeah. work out or something or you want to like go fight somebody <laughs> like listening to the music you know yeah. so okay uh Brittany so you've been shaking your head a lot while me and George were talking uh <laughs> what was your take on the movie oh I thought I was gonna go last um you know so I did watch the 2017 Justice League and I reluctantly reluctantly watched the Snyder Cut um it gets a solid meh from me this is not like taking away from the fact that it told a much better story than the 2017 version um i just feel that okay i'll give to his credit had this been the version albeit cut down you know two hours had this been the original version we were we got in theaters hands down probably would have been my, my favorite dc uh movie but because it's four hours long. I do feel like there's a lot of scenes that were dragged out. Um, some of the lines were just kind of <laughs> so stupid. Um, it it just doesn't do it for me. Like, you know, how you, George, and uh, you, Justin, Frank, and George, I'm, I'm sure you all feel the same. It just doesn't do it for me. Um, story-wise, I feel personally that Wonder Woman still told a great story. It looked good. It flowed well. Um, you can disagree with me. That's fine. That's, a, that's okay. Which yeah. which one? Oh, the first Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. I was about to say, well, oh my God. Well, I, I would not say about 84. I still haven't you, seen it. You haven't seen it. Exactly. No. So, and I'm not going to see it. Okay. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> so um, anyway, no, but with uh, Snyder Cut, to his credit, 
yeah, this told a much better story. It looked good. Steppenwolf looked a hell of a lot better than he did in the 2017 version. Um, we got some added characters, um, such as Willem Dafoe's character um, was incorporated as opposed to not being incorporated in the 2017 version. Um, and we got a lot of good background story with Flash and Cyborg, which was completely cut from, again, the 2017 version. Um, that being said, while it's good background information and it wasn't rushed, I do understand why a lot of it would have been cut from the original. Just because, again, it to me, it was dragged out way too long. I know, I think Justin, you had said it, that with Zack Snyder's kind of signature way of doing things is a lot of slow-mo type type yeah, he, uh, he loves slow-mo action yeah and like, i you've seen feel 300 yeah oh yeah no and i love 300 don't get me wrong i absolutely love 300 um but i feel like especially with the flash type stuff the flash is ridiculously fast i want to see him be fast i mean i understand like he's so fast that you can't see him and thus we slow-mo everything so that you can see what he's doing but it was just way too much um yeah, another another scene for me that i felt was dragged on just way too long was the scene where steppenwolf is fighting the amazonians um i just feel like that scene was completely dragged out it's like okay get to the point get to the point are, are, you know are you gonna get the mother box or not like just get to the damn point um yeah. so things like that for me again like i you know, I have watched, for example, the all the extended editions of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, which are easily, you know, three, almost four hours long. And I can the, sit there. The and, final one is four and a half hours. Yes, I know. I've, King because it's on. I've it's watched on that movie. Yeah. So like, I love it. It's I love longer that than the Snyder Cut. Yeah. But I can sit there and watch it just because I feel that it flows better. But you don't have like these periods of dragged out scenes and all these slow-mo yeah. scenes. But um yeah like i said for me it's a solid meh will i go back and rewatch it like you have justin you know three three more times four more times whatever no absolutely not um but i can actually just say that i walked i watched it i have an opinion it's not perfect but it's definitely a lot better than the 2017 version and that being said i want to toss it over to frank because i'm really interested to hear what he has to say about this uh, so the Amazonian scene, I totally agree. It was way too long. Um, I didn't know where it was going. I thought, I thought it could have shaved off a good 15 minutes off that scene alone. Um, for what Zack Snyder was dealing with and what he had to put together in such a short period of time for his, his, his on his untimely death of his daughter. Um, I feel like it was a good, it was a good movie. Um, going into it. For me, and we said this before in, in other on other shows, if you're gonna do a team up movie, right? To to avoid a four, five, six hour movie, you need to do solo films of these characters so we can get a better connection to these characters. Because, like for example, for Marvel, and I'm not I'm not making it a Marvel DC competition because Marvel blows them out the water. But the reason why Avengers is so great, you had a four you had a four or five year buildup. From 08 to 12, when the first movie came out, you had Thor one, and, and I, you had uh, Captain America one. You had all these other uh, characters and solo films, so you had an attachment to these characters. It's so hard to get attached to these characters within one movie of a team of, of a team of mashup movie. So um, that was my only that was my only beef with the setup of how they came with the script. 
Now, as far as the movie itself, it was miles better than than the original one. Miles better from from Steppenwolf looking a lot better to actually seeing Darkseid and like and like and like getting an image of you know had this series had gone on, getting an image of what Darkseid could have been in future movies. Um, I love how they set him up. I love how they showed the 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 after the the. Uh, the precursor of how he she tried, you know, attack Earth the first time to get the mother of the box. I thought that was great. Um, the flash scene I thought was too long. I, 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 for as fast as he is, I don't need a 15 minute uh, setup of him trying to of him trying to save somebody. Like that could have been. Thank done you. Yes. Well, which flash scene? The one where he saves Iris, or the the one at the end? No, the one the one when he saves a girl um, okay. from the from the truck and then you know he, yeah. he the dogs the, yeah. the hot dog wieners and all that kind of stuff. That that was yeah, that, yeah. way too long. Um yeah, so in so with Flash, I th- I feel like that needed to be condensed a little bit more. Um and then with Aquaman, I love Aquaman. I loved how he was set up, but this is before Aquaman won, right? For that movie uh, yeah. came out. Yes. Yeah. So Aquaman's not he's not king of the he's not king of Atlantis yet. Mm-hmm. So with a global distru- a, a, a global uh, threat coming, why isn't why isn't the king of Atlantis evolved at all? I found that I found that very, very weird. Like he should have right. been involved and like we get Wim Defoe, we get Men of Beer's character, but I see no Atlantis uh, Atlantean king during this doing this uh this this global threat. Who was the king? Yeah. He was the, his brother, his half brother. Oh, the um, crazy one. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he, oh. yeah. He's in. He's in. He's in Aquaman one. He he's referenced, but he's not, yeah. You don't. You don't see him. And okay. yeah. And see, that's one of the problems with this. They did reference him. With mm-hmm. This series is like, even the spinoff movies don't really honor the world that Snyder built. You know, and no. like that. That was their problem. And so, I think ultimately it would have been far better if they just like came out and said. Zack Snyder is going to make these movies and this is his world. Okay. And then the, the other stuff is their own stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. yes. Like and the, thing, the thing is, is like, he really did a great job with casting. I mean, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is like, you know, pretty awesome. I think Ben Affleck, we'll talk about this more about as Batman is great. Henry Cavill is Superman, you know, like Jason Momoa is Aquaman. He nailed all these castings for the most part, except for like Je- Jesse Eisenberg is Lex, Lex Luthor. <sighs> Uh, and so but the problem with these (laughs) movies is they they're not it's not like the mcu like they they don't they don't follow the same kind of continuity and that's that's an issue yeah Uh, it just drives me nuts it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna convey a good story with a bunch of a bunch of characters you gotta you gotta put things in order to where it makes sense like if it's a global threat coming along all the leaders of earth need, need to be involved a mother box is in your backyard, and the king of Atlanta, Atlanta, it's Atlantis, yeah. is not is nowhere to be found. That makes no sense to me. Right. So, um, but but with all with all that being said, I love the action. I love the, the Zack Snyder three hundred slow motion of the you know of the fighting scenes and the sequences. That that was super dope. Um, and dude, I gotta say, Superman's suit, the all black suit. Fire. That suit was dope. I'm sorry. That's I've never seen that suit before outside of cartoons. And to see that you yeah. know, in, in this in this film was super, super dope. And and also seeing um Cy, Cyborg, a, a more a more uh in-depth um impact that he had in the movie compared to right. the original cut, I thought was very, very influential as well. Yeah. I want to piggyback. I'm sorry, I want to piggyback real quick on what 
Frank just said about Superman, because that's the the one other thing I will give credit to this cut is Superman to me looked and felt like how Superman should have been portrayed in Man of Steel and then, you know, Batman versus Superman. Like to me, this was like the whole personification of, of Superman for sure. Like, and I've always loved Henry Cavill being cast as Superman. I think he's a good fit for it. It just, it just never lived up in my opinion. And so to see him, like you said, in the black suit was awesome. Like his little kind of, I guess you say comedic moment when he finally uh, is stopping Steppenwolf and he's like, not impressed and it's like motherfucker you fucked up superman's gonna kill you you know what i'm saying like that was cool like instead of the whatever it was that he had said in in 2017 i can't remember off the top of my head um but yeah somebody mentions truth and he said i'm also a big fan of justice right that's just so yeah it's i mean no it's it's not a bad line it's just it's it's a different movie it's a different i mean in the 2017 you know uh steppenwolf is the big bad and mm-hmm. he like there he he says dark side one time like in right. the middle of the movie and you don't ever see dark side you don't you don't ever see this whole storyline of how he's the reason why he came to earth was because he's trying to you know get back into dark side's good graces after something mm-hmm. that happened years ago so right so so dark side wasn't in mentioned at all in the he, he's mentioned one time one they time didn't, they didn't show him really they never show him no they never showed him. they only mentioned his name once interesting yeah I mean, there, there's a lot of differences. Right? That, that's a good segue because I was going to talk about... Um, so I, I think in this movie, this movie, because this movie is... Okay, the movie's long, but I think the reason, the main reason why it's long is it has to do a lot of heavy lifting. It's got to make you care about these characters. And there's so many characters. And that's where this movie succeeds the most for me is because they make me care about these characters, whereas in the past, I didn't care about them. I mean, even like Brittany mentioned with Superman, Superman's my favorite character, but Henry Cavill never felt like Superman until this movie. Like when he comes back, it's such an awesome return as opposed to the 2017 when they bring him back. It's just like, okay, you just, he just died. Now you're bringing him back right away. And it's just, it's just kind of a mess. So they did it right away in the first movie? No, no, no. They did it like, it's, it's toward the end also. Okay. Yeah. But it's just, you really you just need to watch it like it's it's kind of comical like how different it is but i think also knowing that they had to go back and reshoot those scenes and knowing that they had to like digitize the mustache off of henry cavill was i don't know it was very off-putting so to see those same scenes but the original obviously um as as it should have been henry cavill you're not you're not focusing on on that because he looks as he should be as, as Superman. But yeah, I think the comeback was so much better. Yeah. Um, and to see him in action and, and you know, just being Superman, it was so much, so much better in this version. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so confused because now, now that we've seen both versions, why did they digitize, why did they reshoot Superman's or Cavill's scenes again? Because like, so, I, I saw those scenes in, the, in, the, in this movie and I'm like, what yeah. was the difference? So here's the difference. So. So like everything we saw in the Snyder Cut with Henry Cavill, to my knowledge, was all shot before Zack Snyder left the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So when he left the movie, Warner Brothers was like, well, we can't release a three-hour, four-hour movie. We're going to have to cut it down. So when you cut down the movie, you've got to change things in the movie. And so by changing things, like they redid scenes that, that were in the 
the Snyder cut, but they change like you'll notice like a couple of them like the they change the words. Like there's the scene when Superman comes back and he's in the cornfield with Lois and she he starts to talk and he hasn't spoken since he returned. And he said, you know, he speaks and she goes, you spoke. And he's like, oh, I didn't before. Like he asked the question. We'll see in the 2017 movie when he comes back and he's like evil, he's talking. He's like, he does this like menacing talk. He's like trying to kill Batman. He's like, do you bleed? He repeats the line that, that Batman said to him in BVS. And so, and then the cornfield scene in the 2017 movie, she, she goes, you smell good. And he goes, oh, I didn't before. You know, like it's, it's so stupid. It's like they took they took things like okay, so they had him talking and they they used his line, but they changed her line because it doesn't make sense because he was speaking when he came back right away when he's fighting the Justice right. League. But the, those fight scenes where he gives the side eye to Flash, that's the same scene. That's that's Zack Snyder's footage. They just yeah. edited stuff around it. People people like broke it down because like they're like you know look at like the chest hair like. He has more chest hair in one scene than he does in other scenes. Whereas Yes, he does. Sorry. I mean, that's how people broke it down. Not only just the, the the mustache, which I'll explain the mustache real quick. So whenever they did the reshoots, uh, Henry Cavill was working on Mission Impossible 6, and he has a mustache in that movie. Well, Paramount or the company that puts out Mission Impossible, they're like, no, we're not going to let you shave the mustache. You had the mustache for us. We're doing, like, you already shot that other movie. Like, now you're working for us. And so they had to digitally remove the mustache. And that's why in a lot of those scenes that are reshot, his face looks so strange. And you're just like, why does Superman's mouth? And I mean, George, here's a perfect example of what's so bad about 2017. So I just told you about the mustache, right? In the 2017 movie, they open it with a close-up of his face talking to some kid and his mouth looks terrible. And it's like- Yeah, it's really why bad. Would, why would you open the movie with that? Like- yeah. I, there's no way you should that, that's such a stupid way to open the movie and immediately draw attention to this thing that's ridiculous like mm -hmm. but, yeah for sure but just to get back to the other characters like the this movie makes you care or at least made me care about every character and there's so many new characters that are in this film that weren't in the 2017 version cyborg's mom wasn't in the movie uh dr ryan Choi, who he's with uh, uh victor's dad he's actually going to become the atom which is mm -hmm. basically Marvel's, or I mean, Disney's version of uh, Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. Same right. kind of character where he could shrink down. Um, Martian Manhunter, of course, was not in the 2017 movie. Now, the actor was in, Superman. you know, BVS and, and Man of Steel, mm -hmm. and he played General Swanwick, which I think that's kind of weird, but apparently is the that, plan... Is that him, in, is that him in, in, in Man of Steel as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the same that's actor. Dope. That's super dope. But the problem is, with the problem I have with that is, like, why didn't General Swanwick try to help Superman fight off the Kryptonians in Man of Steel? That's a good question. Yeah, because like, you know, it. I mean, it's something that Snyder said was planned all along, and I, and I, I don't. I mean, I believe him, but I just think that like it's kind of a plot hole too when you mm -hmm. have another super. Because like, I mean, honestly, Martian Manhunter is is almost as powerful as Superman, maybe more powerful. I mean, it's, he, he, he has, he's actually more powerful than Superman. Yeah. So it's like, like he you got this big gun on the bench and you're not, you're not using it. Like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. But, but there's so many other characters. Like we said, dark side, uh, decide, um, you get a shot of granny goodness, which I'm not sure if y'all know who this was, but that's, that's the, the female that looks like Gwendolyn Christie. that's next to dark side and decide whenever we see that mm -hmm. scene. Um, 
I thought for a second maybe it was her. I was just like, wait a minute, they yeah. got they got Gwendolyn and Christie up in here. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't I don't know who the actress was. They, they never did did like a super close up, but it wasn't Mm-mm. her. No. Um, like you said before, Volko's in the in the movie, uh, yep. Willem Dafoe's character. And then, you know, The Flash, he saves Iris West, which they never shout her out. They never say the name, but that's Iris West. She's going to be in The Flash movie. Oh, oh you yeah, just blew Frank's mind. Look at that. Yeah, that's that's the love of his life. That, that's that's like who he Wally saves. West, that's like Wally West's like step, like half sister or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, Barry Allen's future wife, love of his life. So that's why, that's why they have that crazy moment. Minus the weird hot dog, yeah, which, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then, I, of course, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say on, on kind of the note of, of Barry Allen, I, Justin, because you and I have talked about this, you know, a lot since we've watched the mo- movie. In 2017, it seemed like Barry Allen's character, which is very annoying and very, you know, kid and very just, you know, so immature in, in a way. And, and it's so disheartening to say that because I love Ezra Miller as an actor. I absolutely love him in a person being a wallflower and i think he has a lot of depth to him as an actor so to see him in in the snyder cut as a more important character and intelligent because he is quite intelligent i think he's a genius right and and just how i think this was also explained in the 2017 version about his speed force and then to actually see him use speed force um was incredibly cool because i'm thinking to myself oh my god like you know, Cyborg waited too long, you know, to tell Flash, you know, okay, you know, let's go. And like everyone died. And then you see the speed force being used and it's like, oh shit, he can turn back time. Like I I didn't, I'm not a huge DC fan like the rest of you guys are, but like, I didn't realize the, the exact powers that, you know, Flash possesses. And, and arguably, I think he's probably one of the more powerful um, superheroes in the DC universe. So he's one of the most important. Yeah. because okay. his ability to change time and timelines and i mean he literally saves the world in the end of this movie because he goes back yeah. in time and you know right. fixes it so you know I, I, go ahead I frank i didn't like that only because you see that in flashpoint and you see that and um it might be in the flash movie and i, and I don't don't reason i didn't want i didn't want to see that in justice league because for some reason, I think they're going to replicate that in the Flash movie, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, and I don't want to ruin that and that 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 ability in that in that little in that in that final scene of that movie where it could be a yeah. bigger a bigger or a bigger point in a Flash feature film, um, because not a lot of people knew he could do that until you saw it in that movie. Right. But um, Flash, but point, if- but if it wasn't used in Justice League and then everyone died, including Flash, there wouldn't be no Flash movie. <laughs> well, see, well, well that's, that's how I wanted to change, change that, 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 that scoop up a little bit. Yeah. Like, now that, don't have him fail. Have him, have him um, be, have Cyborg attempt to do it the first time and save that for the, for, you know, for the tipping point in the Flash movie because Flashpoint changes everything. Like, I mean, and what Flashpoint is, um, I think, so Flash saves his mother because his mom dies, but in this in this universe, he saves his mother, but him saving his mother changes everything in the DC universe. Like mm-hmm. Superman is, is under government control. The Atlanteans and, and Amazonians are fighting now. Bruce Wayne dies. Thomas Wayne is Batman, and after losing his wife and son, so like a lot of that, a lot of that changes that mm-hmm. point moving. And it would have been nice to see that in in the scope of the, of a feature flash uh, film 
Is yeah. that an animated movie? It's an animated movie, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a I, comic book too. But it's, it's okay. a really dope comic book and the movies, the, the movies on Netflix, I want to say, it's a really dope movie as well. The thing that I, that I thought was so like, that I've always had a problem with was the, the Flash, even the TV show is the, the thing with his dad when he's in jail. It's like, it's like, dude, like you could either like break him out super easily or <laughs> you're, you're friends with Bruce Wayne. He, this motherfucker bought the bank for <laughs> Superman's for, mom. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't Martha, ask, sorry. Like, like, yo, my dad really didn't do this. Like, can you like help me bail him out of jail? But George, like, but George Flash, mom is not, Mar- is not named Martha. So that's not, <laughs> he can that's lie. <laughs> my dad's name is Martha. <laughs> wait, wait, your dad's name is Mark? That's a that's a sub jail of Martha. Oh my god. Yeah. Save your dad. Oh my god. I don't know. That, that that was just silly to me. I was like, like, yo, like you know Bruce Wayne. Like you know Batman. He could yeah. do this. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that was the one thing I just thought was silly. The thing with the the thing this kind of speaks to to a lot of our problems with this movie and with the other movies is the fact they just didn't have a plan and they still seemingly don't have a plan. So it would make way more sense to do like Marvel did. And you, you have the solo movies lead to the team up, but they did the reverse. They did the team up first yeah. it branches off to the solo movies. So not smart, no, you know, I like, to go. I, I think like what flash does in this movie is really cool, but I agree that like, that's something he's going to, I mean, he's going to have to use the speed force again. Like okay. in so flashpoint, you know, he'll have to, when he did that. So if, that would have created alternate timelines, I'm guessing. He went back in time and changed something. So it, like it, it likely did, yeah. So I'm guessing if he had those three other movies that he could have done, they could have played on this and it could have been used for well, like, better movies. Well, in this world, yeah. not an alternate timeline, just reversing time. It's the same timeline, you just reversing yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, in this movie, but they do talk about yeah. how there are there are multiple timeline yeah yeah so you don't know what he did right and that's actually hinted at in in the epilogue um if if we can jump to there because so one thing i had an issue with and i don't know maybe if you guys can explain it when in the snyder cut as in the 2017 um there was like a premonition that was no, that bruce batman versus superman well what i'm saying is the reference to the premonition um is Okay, then yeah, you're right. So Bruce Wayne talked about, uh, he had a premonition where Barry Allen had like broke through time and said, you know, Lois Lane is the key and right. whatever. And and Bruce is saying this to to Diana Prince and and she's like, well, yeah, he, she is the key to, to Superman. And Bruce is all like, oh no, I think it's something darker. How the fuck do you come to that conclusion that it's something darker? Okay. Because I can explain it because of the premonition, because- But how does he know it's a premonition? <laughs> I think it's a reoccurring thing dream that he has. I don't think that, that that's the first time he's had that 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 uh, okay that, that nightmare. And that, I mean, it's called the nightmare nightmare like sequence. And there's a nightmare sequence in Black, Batman vs Superman, and then you know there's obviously the one at the very end of, of Justice mm-hmm. League, which also features a new character who was not in the original Justice League by any stretch of the imagination. That's Jared Leto's Joker. Which uh, <sighs> let's just talk about that right now. What did y'all think about Jared Leto as the Joker in this film? Way better Not than Suicide Squad. Squad this film. Way better Mwah. than Suicide Squad. Yeah, soups. Way, way so better. good. And I think with that, I think with that scene, um, 
it was paying homage to the Injustice video game. Yeah. Because Lois gets killed by Joker. Right. Superman goes right. dark. He goes. He goes mad. And I would love to see a movie of that. Of like, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like this though, sort of. You know what I mean? Like it's, like like they picked and choose little things throughout the comics, and put them together. So, yeah, I think with Jared Leto, had this been the version of Joker that we got, even in Suicide Squad, I think I would have a completely different opinion about Suicide Squad. Maybe, maybe not. But this is. I think this is like maybe a step or two behind that of Heath Ledger's performance. I, and I think the look was almost very similar and the the um, the cackling, I think it was just so well done, obviously. Um, it's still not on par for Joaquin Phoenix for me um, personally. I think his performance is probably by far the best um and that's not a shot to Heath Ledger at all I mean he he was phenomenal as a Joker but I think this Jared Leto Joker should have been the Suicide Squad Joker and should always be the Joker for Jared Leto yeah it was very good I mean it's all like a two or three minute scene so he wasn't you know he didn't get a lot of screen time but yeah he made the most of it he sold it though he sold it for sure it's just DC wasting talent like like in the first Suicide Squad movie, why the fuck is Joker even in that movie? It's about the first right. Suicide Squad. What, what does it got to do with Joker? Like, well, if you use Jared Leto's Joker, use him, use him as a focal point in a movie, not just as a bit role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the guy's a talented actor. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. Well, that's the problem with this film. Much like the Snyder Cut deal, people believe that there's a different cut of Suicide Squad that has a lot more Jared Leto, and it's a different Joker, because. If you look at the poster for Suicide Squad, the poster shows Jared Leto's Joker, Harley Quinn, and Will Smith's character. Uh, was it Deadshot? Yeah, Deadshot. Like the three biggest stars in the movie. But then you watch that movie, and I mean, it's Harley Quinn is the most dominant character. Will Smith's in a lot of it, but Joker's not in much of it. And when he is in it, he's got the damaged tattoo on his head, and like just he's like a he's like a pimp, like a He's a thug. I mean, like it's it's not. But there was there was talk that like you know there's a lot of there's a different version of that movie out there that maybe they will release it one day and just because they, I would not watch that. I'm not. (laughs) I don't watch that. I'll watch it, but I'm not. Isn't it the Suicide Squad versus just no? That's they're making another. That's a different one, right? Yeah. Yeah, James Gunn is directing one that comes out this summer. That's right. On HBO Max. Yeah, that one's the Suicide Squad. I bet it's going to be pretty good. Wait, so what's the guy's name on uh, Will Smith's character? Deadshot. 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 Yeah. And then the guy that was in this movie was Deathstroke. 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 Yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the guy from Titans. Wasn't that played by um yep. by Sofa Vegarero's husband? Yeah, Joe, yep. Joe Mang- Manganiello or Manganiello. Mm-hmm. He is Deathstroke in this movie. And he was actually in, you know, he was in Justice League, the, the 2017. It was a, a post-credit scene with him and Lex yeah. Luthor. Yeah. But it was different where in this post-credit scene, well, in the 2017, when Lex Luthor says he meets up with Deathstroke, same kind of setup, and he says, I think we should start a league of our own or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. Meaning they're going to have their injustice. They're going to go play baseball. Right. <laughs> um, but in the, the Snyder Cut, you know, Lex Luthor tells Deathstroke that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And what this was going to lead to, it was going to lead to 
a Bat- Ben Affleck Batman film where Deathstroke was the, the villain. Nice. And there was also going to be a solo movie for Deathstroke, just kind of an origin story movie. Both those, of course, were scrapped. Um, but, you know, in this movie, we see Deathstroke, we see the new scene with Lex Luthor. Then we see the, the nightmare scene where mm-hmm. Deathstroke has all of a sudden teamed up with Batman. And that all that footage was filmed this fall. So all the stuff there. And, and I watched a making of thing. So Ben Affleck and Joe Manganiello, they were together. And they, they filmed their stuff together. Whereas Jared Leto was by himself and they just pieced it together. No one was with Jared Leto when he filmed his scenes. So Man. I give credit because it looks really cool. And it looks so good. The storyline is crazy, but like, I want more of that for sure. I think that's a cool storyline. I mean, I've been a, you know, I think that evil Superman is kind of DC's like one trick pony move. But if you do it really well, it's cool. You know, the problem is if you don't, like, there's a show called The Boys where Homelander is a <laughs> much better version of evil Superman than DC's Superman. So, um, check out our pods about The Boys on our channel, Watchers in the Basement. I know. It's a good plug in. We have plenty <laughs> of, yeah. Uh, but just, just kind of getting back to uh, things I liked about the movie, and y'all can all just chime in. Um, I like the fact in this movie, okay, so we talked about The Flash a little bit ago. So in the 2017 movie, The Flash was an annoying wimp. Like, Batman had to, like, tell him to save people. Even though he has a superhero suit that he created to be a superhero. Like, it it didn't really make sense. sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, he's not really, I mean, he's, you know, he's not, like, the toughest guy, but he's not afraid of everything. And I really enjoyed that. I also really enjoyed something that I think added character to superman is when barry allen says superman was my hero which i don't believe that's in the 2017 movie and and that to me that shows because the problem with all of this this whole thing from the beginning has it's so rushed and thrown together like superman shows up and he's here for less than two years and then we're going to kill him batman hates him for whatever reason and we kill him and it's like whenever you do that with superman like you have to let him live long enough to where when he dies it's a major event like if you can you imagine like if we had a superhero in this world for 20 years and then he died it would be incredible like exactly (laughs) yeah no that's great frank that's an excellent point because iron man is a b or c level comic character from the 80s 70s whatever who now if you took a poll he maybe he's the top superhero because they built him up to where he's very important. He's this key character. And, it, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is awesome and can play the hell out of that role. But now he's elevated. Mm-hmm. If you don't elevate people, people are not going to care when you kill them off. Also, they're not going to care whenever you team them up. Because if I don't know these characters or I don't have a reason to care about them, what, what does it matter? And this to movie that- does that. It builds up. It's a building movie. Mm-hmm. It's like... The problem with it is it had to be like the Avengers one, two, and three all in one movie. And it's just, that's impossible to do that. Yeah. Well, and to that point, you know, we talked briefly about how you have this team up movie, but you don't have the background or, or the buildup for some of these characters at the time. I mean, in a way it was the same for uh, Black Panther. We talked about this, you know, previously in a different pod, but like when we first are introduced into Black Panther in Captain America Civil War, 
you saw there was motive. You saw there was reason uh, behind T'Challa uh, to be so involved, you know, so quickly in a way. Um, the death of his father, and he's, you know, going to go kill the Winter Soldier because supposedly that's who killed his father, et cetera, et cetera. So you started becoming invested in that character. And then when he finally had his solo film, it picked right up from where we left off with, with Civil War. So that was done extremely well. But then again, this is apples and oranges. It's, it's not about, you know, Marvel's, you know, better than DC or vice versa. It's just the, what, what these producers and directors and, and writers do, and they're given these characters and they've really nurtured them and developed them over a period of time. Whereas unfortunately with this um, team up movie, it's just like, okay, we have our known characters, but then we're just going to throw these into the mix just because we feel like it. Like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. No, I mean, no, yeah. No matter you what could, you do, you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan. Yeah. That's the, that's the difference. Marvel has a plan. DC doesn't really have a plan. So, but yeah. it looks like Zack Snyder did have a plan and I I'm interested to see more of it. I hope that we get to see it in some form or fashion. Not sure that's going to happen, but I mean, this movie has been well-received. It's got a high score on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's like 78% or 76%. Like it's, I mean, Batman versus Superman in comparison has like a 26 rating on, on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think Man of Steel is like in the thirties. So like, it's, <sighs> wow. it's a huge step up people, you know, critics and fans alike, like like this movie so i will say i will say really quickly and we can move on one thing that thor could have learned from my girl wonder woman was to go for the head early on that's how she was able to kill steppenwolf she went for the head she decapitated him thor you need to take notes i'll tell you what man diana prince can go for my head anytime she wants though oh my god Yeah. Set him off right there. That was I like did. A- Bravo, Frank. Bravo. Yes, I'm just saying. That was the alley oop right there. Right there. there we go. Well, you know who actually did, you know, um, kind of take that approach was Lois. We see that she's taking a pregnancy test in the movie. You know, and initially when I talked about this with, with how do y'all not notice this stuff? It was in the in the drawer. It was in when like she, her, her side. Yeah, he wasn't she taking put- it. She put her press pass back over it. Yeah. yeah. No, but she takes it out and goes to the bathroom. Oh, I didn't see that. Did y'all not pick this up? Oh my God. Okay. I might have been texting at that point. I'm, I'm, I totally missed that. Wow, that's so sad. It's a four. It's a four-hour movie. Dude. Four hour movie. Get, come on, man. Give me a break. I saw like ninety-seven yeah. percent of the movie. Yeah. Well, okay. All right, but it seemed we seem to get confirmation, presumably at the end. Was that, that in his first movie? No, 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 it was in the, just the cider cut. But so she presumably takes this pregnancy test. We're going to assume that she's, you know, pregnant. Um, and this could be the reason for the, the, the cliffhanger storyline that we saw at the end about Superman going bad because Lois is dead. You know, if, if she's dead with his baby, you know, like, come on. I mean, that's what happened in Justice. She was yeah. pregnant in Justice when Joker killed her. So. Yeah. So that I was like, oh, wow, shit, she was pregnant, you know. And then it makes me wonder, makes me wonder, it's like, would this child have had powers like daddy? But, you know, who knows? Watch The Adventures of Superman and Lois on CW, you'll see that answer. I know. They have two children. One of them has them. The other one doesn't yet or doesn't have them. Spoiler. Yeah. To to speak to that uh, about the the pregnancy. So this is where this is kind of wacky because uh, 
I told you all a few weeks ago that, that Zack Snyder had a plan originally that Lois, after the death of Superman, Lois and Bruce Wayne hooked up, right? So in this movie, it's still not clear if that didn't or did not or did or did not happen, right? Because be if weird. you think, I think it would be weird too. But if you think about it, like Batman always uses Lois to, to reign Superman in. He knows like that's the key. And at the very end of the, or the end of the movie, whenever you have the whole bank line about, you know, how'd you get the house back when I bought the bank, which, which by the way, that's a, it's a funny line, but it's a dumb line because like if, if your house went to the bank, you know how you get the house back, you buy the house back, you buy it from the bank. Now, Bruce Wayne, he can buy the bank cause he's Bruce Wayne. So that makes it, that's the joke. I get it. But like, you would just buy the house. You would have to buy the bank, you know, like, like, flex. like that line. That was just, that was just, that's a flex. That was just Bruce Wayne, like, yeah, his 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 swag on like right. I can do what I want to do and right, but I mean like Clark must be know, nice. Like Clark should know the answer. Like, how do you think he got it back? He bought it. Like, I mean, like no shit. Like, what what we what was he gonna do? Like, you know. So th- there's that. There were some dumb lines in this in this yeah, movie. The, like, we'll we'll go through some of them in a second. Yeah. Um, but he, so here's what was gonna happen with this story going forward is that is that Lois is pregnant and it's, I mean, they said that it was going to be Superman's kid, but I, I don't think it's as clear as that because in the future, in these, in the next two movies that hopefully we'll get, the story is that Batman ultimately in the end of the movie, he sacrifices himself to save the world. And so by doing that, you know, so what happened in the nightmare thing is Lois dies, right? So Superman goes bad because dark side uses the anti-life equation to control him. Right. So in the the, the nightmare scene, they're trying to figure out a way to reverse that. That's the whole point of this, that exercise. Well, when they do reverse that Batman sacrifices himself. And so the kid is actually named Bruce Kent. And then 20 years to the 20 years to the day of Batman's death, Bruce Kent becomes the new Batman. <laughs> his, his parents take him to the Batcave and they say, your uncle Bruce would be really proud if you would take up the mantle. And so the new Batman is mean Daddy Bruce. <laughs> and Lois Lane's son. Because oh, the, kid, the kid has no powers. So to me, that, that kind of means like it's Bruce Wayne's son biologically. Now Clark Kent helps raise him because it's just like with his dad, you know, like Jonathan Kent wasn't his biological father. I don't know. That that's a wacky storyline, but that's what was planned. So Zack Snyder's plan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not clear because like Zack Snyder even said that DC said no, we don't want the Lois Batman thing. Like, like if Lois is pregnant, it's gotta be Superman's kid. But the way the story ends from what he says, I don't believe that it's Superman's kid. That's just my personal opinion. We'll see if it ever happens. Can a man who gave me 300 and 300 Rise of Empire come up with such a bullshit ass, fucked up ass, dumb ass storyline as that? <laughs> so not only do you not only do you besmirch the name of Lois Lane, who was a who's a fan favorite character for eons in the DC universe, you make Batman Drake? Like I don't understand. Like I don't. What the fuck is it? What is that's the best you could do? You're fucking tell him, Frank. You tell him. 
money, you have all these resources, and that's the best you can do. These are the best writers you can come up with. Come with that, that's what you come up with, writers? Like, really? Come on, bro. That's, that's nah. I can't. You know Drake! <laughs> Drake. So, like, like that, that's, the, that's the ultimate bitch-made move. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is, this, is your, this is your co-worker and, like, saving the world, and you fuck his girl? Like, seriously? Nah, bro. Well, I mean, the, the thought is, well, he was dead. Because that makes everything okay. <laughs> no, but, okay. This is very no. reminiscent of Pearl Harbor, okay? When, when funny enough, Ben Affleck, <laughs> right. you know, was presumed dead, and Josh Hartnett goes and fucks his girl, and then they, they you know, are going to have a baby, but Josh Hartnett right. dies, Ben Affleck raises the baby. What the hell? <laughs> well, see, here's what's not also not clear. So how long has Superman been dead? Because she's taking a pregnancy test. I mean, she's still a human person. So there's a certain time period where she can get pregnant. Like, otherwise, like, you know, she'd be like nine months pregnant or something. Like, I mean, when did he die? Did he just die like a few months back? Because they make it seem like he's been dead for a little while, right? So it would make it seem like Batman or someone else is the father because Superman was dead. No, and that's fine. If she, if she wants to get her swerve on, that's totally fine. But like, <laughs> why will Batman? If Batman can't have any. He's he's a billionaire many times over. He can't have any girl in the in the world. Why would you? Why would you go impregnate the girl of the guy that you try to kill? That you're the same mother, the same uh, mother's right. name as, as the guy that, that you try. I, I don't. I don't. I don't that, that makes no sense to me. The but, explanation that I've heard is that grief brought them together. The loss of Superman for both people brought them together. Now that doesn't hold water with me, but that's what they say. So, George, what do you think about that crazy storyline? That's too. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too much. That's way too much. But it, you said the grief brought them together. This motherfucker was trying to kill him. No, I know that. I'm aware. I, that's so, why I don't like it. I, I don't know. That's, that's I mean, you much. could argue that Batman got him killed. Because because that guess, the, the yeah. kryptonite spear like who created that Batman did yeah. now you know granted uh, he used that to kill Doomsday but I don't know that that's that's far reaching I'll but, give him this I don't think it's a very good idea but it's very interesting like it's, I, have a, I, have a I would definitely watch Brittany. it Go yes sir it. so th this is relating to Aquaman did you notice that he took off his shirt for no fucking reason? Whenever he had the chance, I mean, like I, was, I'm not complaining about that. I know you're not. That's why I was asking you. But it's so funny that he literally jumped out the the, the water. He was already yeah. wet, right? And right. then mm -hmm. he's gonna jump back in. He's like, okay, let me take my shirt off this time, even though I'm soaking wet already. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wet clothes, wet clothing is heavy. Okay, I mean, you don't you don't want that on you. And he's an Iceland. an hour. What is what is what is a piece of cloth got to do with like slowing you down? Like this guy's like a jet underwater. Like what does a shirt got to do with, with anything? It no. might slow him down. We don't know. I mean, shit. I wish she would have kept the sweater on because then that girl goes and smells it. That, that's like <laughs> one of the. That's one of the weirdest parts of the so, movie. Okay, so I have a, a legit question, Frank. You you've been to Reykjavik. You've been to Iceland. Um, you've partaken in the uh, lagoon that's over there. When you took off your shirt, were there any Icelandic women who started singing as you took off your shirt and emerged in the water and, and took your 
Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I mean, not singing, but I think I shared this picture with you guys. Like, I'm sitting by the by the water, and there's women looking at me, like from from the from the pool. But is you're a unicorn. I think I was a unicorn in 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 White Walker Land. But for the for the most part, it was just you know. <laughs> oh man. White, White Walker Land. That's a, <laughs> you bring up the the singing part. That's a good transition because I do think the worst part of this movie are mm-hmm. all the cheesy vocal numbers for each character. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had the closed captioning on and of course I'm listening, but like the words, it's like for the Aquaman, it's like, he is the king and he is everything. It's just this like, oh, yes, he God. is. Yes, cheesy. he is. It's just, that's the worst part of this movie, to, in my opinion, with the musical stuff. I mean, the score is awesome, but the, yeah. the and like the, they just weren't even good songs. Like the, like they didn't rhyme and like it, I don't know. Like, and to me, they got worse H1. Like, the yeah. first one's yeah. pretty bad. Then the Flash one's pretty bad. And the Aquaman one's really bad. And I, just, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really understand. Like, and those scenes also took up a lot of, eat up ate a, lot, a lot of extra time. You know, like you yep. could have, <laughs> you could have cut those scenes and saved, you know, four or five minutes here and there. Um, Speaking of things that were also bad, I've mentioned earlier about bad lines in this movie. Yeah. Some of the worst ones, in my opinion, actually came from Lois Lane, which I don't know why they decided to do her like that. Because specifically in the field, when when they're back home and you know, Superman first speaks and and she's like, You spoke, and and he's like, I did it before. And I'm all like, no shit, Sherlock, he did speak. I mean, come on. And then later on, um, when no, but the reason why she says that it's because it's the first time he spoke since he came back to life. I know that I'm aware of that, but what I'm saying is then it grows to this. He's in the, in the field and he's, you know, just kind of taking in the surroundings and, and she's walking towards him and he says something to her. And I can't even remember what it is right now. And, and she's like, you're back. And I'm thinking, of course he's back like she why are you stating the obvious he's back to being clark kent that's what i get that it's just it's so stupid it's it's just a stupid way of conveying oh, that thought there's dumber lines like i, I want to oh, point out this are. one i want to point out this one i like that cyborg's mom is in this movie but her thing where she's talking to like the principal of the school or whatever like so victor because he's a genius computer hacker he changes the grades of some student to help her some friend of his and the mom is like She's like, yeah, he did that. He was just trying to help her. Like, you know, her family's gone through a rough time. What'd you do to help her? And it's like, but he, what he did was illegal. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference <laughs> between helping somebody. Like, it's just such a weird line. And it's played to be like, oh, like, oh, you're such a dumb person, you principal. And it's like, well, he's just saying, like, you you change somebody's grades. Like, that's a pretty big deal when it comes to school. Like, he, I also think, college. yeah, I also think from her, the, the, you know my my broken boy line was kind of i don't know that that didn't sit well with me for some dumb reason oh at the um, end well when he's having that when victor is you know pretty much <clears throat> trying to get into the unity and the unity i guess picks up like your weaknesses and what have you right. and so he's seeing his family you know they're all right. they're all gone and that's what i guess he'd want more than anything is to have his family back yeah. and, but the mother in the mother box says my broken boy and i'm just like this this was like some brand type shit you know like what who has a better story than brand the broken i don't know that that just bothered the mess out of me it was dumb so uh, 
what what bothered me about Cyborg's uh, storyline was he so so Cyborg blames his, his father for the accident that his mother had when he was in the car. Like, bitch, just look while you're driving. Don't look down right. and look, look. Like, she's like this, talking to her son. So, yeah. what is uh, oh, <laughs> Just watch where you're going. Like, how about that? Like, how's that, how's that your dad's fault? Had, her, had his dad been in the car, he would have died too, probably. Like, how's that your dad's fault? If there's well, one thing I think about- the dad wasn't there. Go ahead. When they, when they do this, you always can tell when it's going to happen in a scene. Mm-hmm. When they're in the car, they're like, like, God, look straight. <laughs> Every time, it's like yeah. every time it bothered me. Like if you if you, if you want to do it to where it's raining so hard she can't she can't see what she's driving straight. I get that. But why are you making full one eighty degree turns to your son talking in in a right. hard rain? That made no sense to me. Oh, so one of the thing that didn't make sense to me, and I don't know if y'all caught this. So when Diana is talking about what was it, the Age of Heroes, when man, uh, gods. Atlanteans, et cetera, they all fought together, you know, to to fight Darkseid. Darkseid already had the three mother boxes, right? And there are like these, I don't know, priests or sorcerers or something, but they're like chanting and you see the mother boxes like rotating in the air to begin the unity. So keep that in mind, right? But when but when Steppenwolf finally gets all three mother boxes and wants to start the unity, he literally just says, unite synchronize and then boom you know they, they synchronize what the fuck were the were the point of the priests or sorcerers from you know way back in the day for like if it was just that simple like why you know you know Brittany I've seen two versions of this movie I still don't know what the fuck the unity does like <laughs> what, what like does it just destroy the world like I don't know yeah. like the convergence like in Thor I think it destroys the world because that's okay. what ha- that's what flashed because once the unity happens with the boxes you, you can see like Superman, even Superman's body is like disintegrating. And so the yeah. Flash has to go back in time, use the, use the speed force to change it. So, yeah. So, so I guess one, I guess where I'm confused. So Thanos had a mission. He wanted to eradicate half of life to preserve resources. Right. That makes sense to me. <clears throat> if you're dark side, what are you doing going around just destroy, just destroying worlds? Like what, like what are you benefiting from this? I'm destroying all of life and, and every single planet that I touch. Mm-hmm. What do you like? What is the goal? Like, is it no, is it the anti-life equation? Like, he just wants to like control all sentience or something? Like, isn't that the main goal for him? Yeah. Oh, I so, think so destroy, right. so destroy right. the planets and then take the life from that planet and make it make them those flying little zombie things. The or the parademons? I don't know. Yeah. I think he just wants people to worship him, like what Brittany was saying, like. Uh, yeah. that, that's what, basically what he was saying. Like his whole dialogue was like getting people to worship him. Do so don't destroy, don't don't eradicate all of life. You can't have nobody worship you. Be killing everybody. That doesn't make any sense to me. I think that's why he wanted that equation or whatever, so he can do that. Because I think once he has that, then people will. So so this is what well, right. Right. So this is what I read. So the any life equation is a formula formula that basically gives the bearer control over every sentient being, which is why dark dark side wants it it's yeah. important there so. You go. so he was destroying all these other planets to find the anti-life equation yeah probably right yeah i don't know most likely he, he's been looking for, for it forever and he didn't know where which was. which was dumb because like with the whole steppenwolf like oh i found the the yeah, anti-life the equation but if dark saturday knew which which planet he lost at and that's where the equation was like 
I mean, Steppenwolf, like you didn't, you know, find anything new. It's, it's like Columbus. Like you've, you've already like, you're rediscovering something that's already been discovered, but why the need for Steppenwolf and decide and all that to, you know, be like middlemen, if you will, when Darkstar already knew where it was. Yeah, that wasn't clear to me either. I I didn't, I didn't understand that. Like if you lost it in, if you lost it on one planet, wouldn't have been on that planet the whole fucking time? Bingo. Or did it, oh. did it go through portals and shit, and it became <laughs> instead of another planet? I don't. I, I don't I, get it. It, it. His goal wasn't clear to me. Like I, like I, like I get Thanos's goal. I get Loki's goal. I get a lot of these other villains' goal. When I watched this movie, like I was taken by, I was breathtaking by seeing Darkseid on film, but his goal was so muddled and so unclear to me. I didn't know what he was trying to convey as a villain. And then he had like a very Thanos-like. Yeah. line of you know i'll we'll do this the old way you know yeah. like you know thanos well, I mean, like i'll do it myself you have to remember that thanos was actually a kind of a, a knockoff of of dark side mm-hmm. i mean it's the same person created both characters you know it's, right it's like uh you know deathstroke and, and deadpool you know very similar characters hell you know deathstroke is slade wilson and they named deadpool wade wilson <laughs> now Obviously, Deadpool's character is completely different because he breaks the fourth wall and he's this jokey guy. But uh, but no, to go back to Darkseid, I think the reason why he, he he didn't return to Earth for so long was because after he got whooped, you know, like he had to wait until the Earth was weak. And when Superman died, mm. then the the Earth was weak because back then you had you had lanterns, you had obviously Atlanteans, you had Amazons, mm-hmm. you know, and you had the you know, men, Ares and the gods, you know, that kind of stuff. Zeus was there. But Justin and, wasn't, but Superman was on Superman for like two years. No, I, I know. Yeah, no, there was definitely a window where he could have probably, I mean. A large I guess, window. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the the Atlanteans are still there. The Amazons are still there. Now, I guess the, the gods, the old gods are gone. Zeus and Ares and those characters. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's. He chose the wrong time. It's a movie, you know, like that's why. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's not perfect. No, no. But no. I really enjoyed it. Um, something else I really enjoyed were the uh, football scenes that Victor Stone. <laughs> Victor Stone was a, uh, not only was a genius, but he was a star quarterback for Gotham City University. Oh, he was a quarterback? Yeah. I thought he was like yeah. a running back. The way he was, oh, dude. The way he was like airlifting guys in the air and shit. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, he was under center, and then like uh, he was wearing number seven. He was definitely trying to be Michael Vick. He was a left-handed quarterback too. Oh, I thought I thought I thought he was a running back doing a wildcat. Like I ain't no. a running back doing. Like this guy was like a fucking beast. No, I think he's a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> he's a quarterback. But uh, that was a cool scene. Um, yeah, because that wasn't in the the 2017 movie. I mean, mm-hmm. we knew that he was a sports star. You know that that was kind of mentioned, but there was no scenes of it. And I like how like they're playing Wisconsin. That like that was actually Wisconsin. Yeah. Be. So yeah. I was, that was kind of cool. You know, it was a real school they were playing. Um, his character is so much better in this movie. I mean, he, he was, he was in this 2017 movie, but this, he's such a pivotal character. He's almost like the point of view character for the audience and so much of this movie. And, um, you know, I think it's worth pointing out the, the actor, uh, Ray Fisher, who plays uh, Cyborg slash Victor Stone, he'll probably never be in another DC movie. He's had some, issues with uh, the warner brothers yep and it is interesting you know he he kind of said that you know the the joss whedon set there was a lot of abuse going on 
And some of it was perceived to be sexual kind of stuff and other stuff was racial kind of stuff. And you can see that in this movie because a lot of the characters that were completely cut out were people of color, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you had, you know, Racist. his mom. Yeah, <laughs> you had his mom. You had the, the Adam guy. The dad was barely in the movie. Um, a, lot of, a lot of things that, that um, he maybe had a point. So, so. Um, so my question, my question is with that. So it looks like to me, Fisher is cool with Zack Snyder. So is yeah, he, very cool. Yeah. So I know he had issues with Josh Whedon. Do you have issues with Warner Brothers too? Is he fine with Warner Brothers too, or just Josh? Yeah. yeah. No, he he Brothers had trouble too. with Warner Brothers. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the head, uh, one of the head guys over there, he basically defended Josh Whedon uh, and mm-hmm. said all his accusations were fake and all this. It, it's crazy, dude. Oh shit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, they did one of those quote unquote internal investigations and found that there was nothing to his claims, but that's that's not necessarily true. Cause like I know like there's been a lot of stuff about how and even you notice in this version, Gal Gadot is way more sexualized than the 2017 movie. And there's even like there's there just like certain shots where it would like linger on her ass, like whereas those those shots are not in this movie. Like there's the dumb scene when the flash like falls on her boobs in the first one, like the 2017 movie. That one's not in this film. There's just a lot, a lot of dumb shit that was taken out of this movie. I mean, even though this movie is twice as long, it's just so much better. It's just such a better, mm-hmm. like better experience. It makes me want to see more. And that's that's my question after y'all. Do y'all want to see this series continue in some way or this storyline? I think if if we didn't get a four-hour movie for every, you know movie to come thereafter then sure i mean again while it wasn't you know my forte it got a solid meh for me had this been the theatrical you know version we got in 2017 i would have been great with it i would have been fine with it just cut it down you know it's too damn long um i would like to see the development of how batman and like virtually his enemies you know, that being Joker and even Deathstroke come together to, you know, join up to fight evil Superman and, and Darkseid. Um, I would love to see that that evolution. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, go ahead, George. No, I said I, w- I would like to see it, it pick up where it left in the epilogue. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that would have been very cool to see. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. And uh it's okay with it. I'm cool that we at least got this Justice League movie that was actually like really good in my opinion. So uh, I would look forward to looking at more stuff that I'm not going to get my hopes up. Yeah. Frank, what about you? What do you think? Um, not another Justice League movie per se, but more in-depth solo films of Cyborg, Flash. Um, I don't want to say Aquaman. I don't think Momoa is a good actor. Um, Momoa needs to be like Memorial needs to be treated as like Hulk in the Avengers movies. Just have yes. team up movies. I don't want to see Momoa speak lines. He's like Keanu Reeves. Like he's Mr. One Line at a time. I don't want. I, <laughs> I want to see more Cyborg, more Ezra Miller, um, solo films to where it can build up to a another Just League movie. I can't. I can't do another team up movie. Another spot on team up movie with no fucking build up. I got. I got to get solo movies in, in, in place. Then I'll. I'll be interested. Okay. I mean, 
Uh, we know that Aquaman's going to have another solo movie because his first one made a billion dollars. So, on that note, I do hope, for the love of God, please replace Amber Heard with Amelia Clark. <laughs> I can't I stand she, Amber. Heard. I thought she was good in this movie. She, okay, why do you go from the American accent in both <laughs> Aquaman one, uh, Aquaman, and the first Justice League, you know, version, and then now she's doing a piss poor British accent? I'm sorry, it was not good. It's, it's the reverse Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't stand Amber Heard. And that's beside the right. fact that, you know, the whole Johnny Depp thing, that's that's not really even okay, it is relevant. But it's it's I don't like her. I just don't think she's a good actress. Yeah, I think she's done. I think I think the whole Johnny Depp thing kind of pretty much ended her in this in this incarnation of W of Warner Brother movies, but um it ended his career with Warner Brothers too, but you know, hey, if we can get Amelia Clark, I think she'd look great as a redhead. Just saying, just saying. Frank, I'm thinking of you. Hey man, I'm I'm, I'm with it. Or I'm or they could it. hire a redheaded actress. Like there's other redheaded people in the world. It's all the same. It's all the same ones that they always get. Anna Kendrick, uh, the chick from Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, oh, Bryce Dallas Howard, and then um, yeah. what's her uh, name? Madman. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, her. Uh, who else? They can't do Amy Adams. She's Lois Lane. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? Who's the? Who's married to Sasha Baron Cohen? Oh, uh, Isla Fisher. Her. She's mm-hmm. like, she's like Amy Fisher to one point five. Yeah. 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 They they look a lot alike. Yeah. So this movie we talked about it. It's it's a very long movie. It's four hours and two minutes. So I've already said, I thought like it would have been a great, like it's, you know, it's six parts plus the epilogue. So seven parts, I think it would have been a great series. What do y'all think? Do you think, do you prefer the four hour epic movie or would you have preferred the 45 minutes to an hour, like weekly episode kind of thing? No. George, I'm, what do you think? I'm glad it was a movie. Cause I would, really? I would have not watched it. Like if it was like a weekly show, I wouldn't have okay. watched it. Okay, Brittany, what about you? I think I would have been okay with the weekly show. I, I think I would have been okay with that just because for one sitting, it was way too damn long. Um, that's if they did it well with like every part cliffhanger, you know, it was just, it, it, it made you obviously want to see the next part. Um, if it was a seven week or even eight week, if you want to throw in the epilogue as, as a final week, um, which I don't see why, but um, I would have been okay with the, with the weekly release, Frank, what about you? Same here. I mean, in in this in this COVID world, I'm just starving for content, so I, I would have watched it. I mean, I had nothing else to do. And it would be great for us because instead of one episode of Justice League, we'd have six or seven or whatever. <laughs> Brittany's so. like, no. I, no. You know, the I, one thing. Go ahead, Brittany. Well, I was gonna say, but I mean, that would have worked out you know, to do the weekly kind of thing, because then we could see more of this masterpiece that I am about to reveal to everyone. Okay. Hold on to your butts. We could call it the Justin League. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there man. we go. Yeah. You That's missed an awesome out, logo. You yeah. Missed That's out. pretty dope. That's awesome. Yeah. Like <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah. I was... Going to get that on a shirt too one day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but you know yeah. we'll have to see no that's awesome yeah 
Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I I just want to say that I think that, you know, I had the same criticism everybody else did as far as like it being too long, but you know, it was meant for a streaming service and it was given to you in chapters. So you didn't have to watch all of it in one sitting. So um, I think that the people that say that I I agree with them. Um, But I I was actually so interested the first time I saw it that I wanted to keep watching because I wanted to know like what was going to happen. And same. I didn't think that going in. I, I thought, okay, it's in chapters. That's awesome. I could watch a couple chapters a day, you know, because I didn't think the story was going to catch me, but the story like really, I mean, I really feel like it was like Avengers light kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't Avengers level. Like, I don't care about those characters like the, the Avengers, but they made me care about them period, which I think is, that's a, uh, a triumph. So uh, <laughs> congrats to Zack Snyder. Cause I, I didn't think that was possible. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see the story continue. Like I would love for them to pick up with Justice League Two, and you know Batman's looking for the anti-life equation or whatever, and the other heroes are off on their own, and they have to team back up for whatever reason to save the world. And I think it would be an awesome either series or an animated show, or maybe it's a comic book series or maybe movie series. I don't know. I I'm definitely invested in this series whereas i i wasn't last week before this movie came out so i know you you've been all obsessed (laughs) so as far as we know so far today henry cowboy and ben affleck both out right well i don't think we know anything like because so ben affleck obviously is not in the batman that's going to be a separate movie series another another universe again right and they're going to make another Superman movie, which they haven't really said who or who's in it, what's it about. So what DC should do is just like continue the Snyderverse story. And if you want to have separate Batman Superman stories, you can have the new Robert Pattinson movie series and the new, let's say it's Michael B. Jordan Superman series or whoever plays Superman, just have their own stories. And then you have this Justice League thing that, that I think deserves to be, deserves to have an ending. Like, you want to see Darkseid defeated, right? I mean, like, he's still very much out there. So, I don't know. That's my thoughts. Yeah. We'll see. I doubt we're going to get any follow-up uh, whatsoever, but, you know. I just want to point out a couple things before we go. So, I told you earlier that the reshoots included the, uh, the, the scene that, with, obviously, Jared Leto was a new scene they shot over the fall but also the scene with Martian Manhunter at the very end when he flies in to see Bruce Wayne, that was originally going to be, that it was originally filmed as John Stewart's Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. But Zack Snyder showed it to the studio, you know, a few months back where they said, no, no, we can't have that because we have plans for that character. Mm-hmm. And so he went back to using Martian Manhunter, but um, that would have been pretty cool. Like, cause we've already seen Hal Jordan in the Ryan Reynolds movie we haven't seen Guy Gardner yet, but he could be coming soon. Um, I'll, I'll ask Frank, what do you think about having the lantern in this movie? I mean, we had lanterns in this movie. Two of them were killed, but not the two or two or three like main versions of the Green Lantern. I mean, look, I'm I'm all about it. It's just it has to be done right. Like, I don't want guys just showing up out of nowhere. Hey, can I be part of this league? And then guys just just guys just join with no like no background story, like. I mean, I like how Martian Manhunter was done. I kind of wish that we could have 
got more of a build up to uh, about Martian Manhunter. But if you're gonna do a John story, a John Stewart storyline, just do a bit. Make sure you 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 write, you build him up, and you do a solo film, or you do, you know, you you do a story to where he gets introduced right and not just thrown into the mix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I agree. So last thing, this is a team up movie. Which character you think do you think was the best character in this in this um, in this movie? Like. And I'm not necessarily saying like your favorite character. Which actor did the best with their character? I'll start out with Brittany. Ooh. Um, so I will probably still stand by my girl, uh, Gal Gadot as Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. I still think she just delivers. I think she she does a very, she's great as Wonder Woman. Um, and I feel like, the other would be Henry Cavill, even though he wasn't, you know, in the movie as long as, you know, these other actors that, you know, we saw, but I feel this was the one and only time I actually felt that Henry Cavill was truly Superman, like hands down, no questions about it. He for sure was Superman. So um, those are most definitely my, my two picks. Okay. George, what do you think? Batman. Which character? Batman. Batman. Okay. Yeah, no, I think Ben Affleck killed it as uh, Bruce Wayne in this movie. I, I, I don't know. I, I like that he kind of played the leader role. I don't. It worked. I, I liked it. I also like Alfred. He's great. Yep. Oh, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Yes. He, he's great. He, it took really my answer. I, I like him. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Frank, what about both. you? Mm-hmm. Or George, um, go ahead. Steve, no, that sorry. was good. Both, just both of them. Okay. okay. Everyone should love Scar. Just saying. <laughs> I can't see Jeremy Irons. I look at him differently now after I after I saw um, after I saw uh, the Watchmen. In, in, okay. in, uh, yeah. It, it, seeing him like that guy has crazy range, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's the two other minor characters in Justice League, Flash and and uh, and Cyborg. I thought they did a great job. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a good job of like featuring those characters and giving them prominent roles, like prominent roles, like. The point where it was a difference between life or death, and like mm-hmm. I, I didn't know much about Cyborg, go, Cyborg by go, uh, going to this movie, but like his intellect and how how he really like shifted like shifted the advantage towards Team Justice in this film was pretty dope. And then you know Flash like using the Speed Force and seeing more of his comedic timing in this film, I thought was was really really good too. Um, Ray Fisher and uh, is, is it Miller? Is that his name? Yeah. Ezra, yeah, yeah. They're, they're wonderful actors. I, I, I would love to see more of those guys. And I, I would love to see a solo film about that, about those two guys. I, I wouldn't have said that three years ago. Yeah. What about DJ? So, so George, you totally took my answer. I was going to mention Ben Affleck. <laughs> I was going to mention Ben Affleck, but then I was going to say, it's actually another guy in the Batcave, and it's Alfred. I think Jeremy Irons' as Alfred is amazing. And I, and I mm-hmm. honestly, I like all the characters in this movie. I think they're all so much better. Than they were in the other movie. I can't emphasize that enough. Not Amber Heard, um, though. Even Amber Heard's better. God, I hate her, you. Her inclusion in the uh, nightmare thing was pretty cool. Like, because we we see in that premonition, we see Wonder Woman die, and we see Aquaman get killed with his own trident. So it's kind of cool, like that she's there to like you know to avenge his death. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about Alfred. I was like, you know, he he's awesome as Alfred. But when is Alfred never not not great you know what i mean like yeah, they always nail true. alfred like 
whether it's in the Batman Begins, you know, Dark Knight series, the original Batman movies with Michael Keaton, you had the same Alfred in all those movies, whether it was Clooney as Batman or with Michael Gore. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. to me, Alfred, they always nail it. I mean, now I have not watched Pennyworth, which is on. It's on. Sure uh, what channel is that? Right? Is it TNT or TBS? Oh, no. no, no, no. It's like on. It's it's like stars, it's like, but not it's like stars. A star oh, okay. Epics, epics, epics. epics. There you yeah, go. It's yeah. epics. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm I sure hear good things. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's probably pretty good. So yeah. it's, that's just a character they they've nailed. Like they've Alfred is just like an awesome character. I think the interaction that the uh, he had Alfred had more interaction with these characters, especially like with Wonder Woman. You know, teaching her how to properly make the tea, and um, at the end with Superman. You know, that was that was kind of cool. He was kind of a little taken aback, like oh, like you're here kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I just, Jeremy Irons range is, is incredible. I mean, he's fantastic. So what's yeah. the age difference between Alfred and Batman in this, in this world? About two years. <laughs> they look like, they look that far apart. Like he's, he's supposed to be like taking care of Batman when he was a baby. Like, I don't like, they might I, have a 12 year difference. Like they don't look that, he doesn't look that much older than him. I think it's supposed to be like traditionally like what, 20 or 30 year difference. That's probably. some bullshit right there. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I mean, I love, he's my favorite Alfred on Alfred. Don't get me wrong. But like the age difference kind of like freaks me out a little bit. Like, dude, like he's like, what, was he 10 when Batman was born? What the fuck? You know, keep it in the Batcave. I, I didn't want to not mention this. I love the part where Joker mentions the killing of Robin. Because it's referenced in BVS because you see the suit in the Batcave and it's the Robin suit and it's got spray painted, ha ha ha, like something like, something about Batman, like, you know, whatever. Um, What I want to know is, did he kill Jason Todd's Robin or was it Dick Grayson? That's my question too. Like, which which Robin are we talking about here? It's got to be Jason Todd, I would think. Dick Grayson could turn out to be Nightwing after after a while and like, yeah. they, Dick Grayson's like probably the coldest. He's as cold as Batman as far as fighting style. Like I don't yeah. think. And this and could we put this to rest? This whole Batman could be anybody with prep time shit. Like Batman's been fighting Joker for thirty five years and he's been killing everybody in Batman circle. Like <laughs> I, well, let's end this shit now. Batman is, is is he's all right, but he's not the dude. Yeah. He, can't, he can't be a fucking clown with a mask on. Like I don't want I don't want to hear this Batman's shit anymore. Like he he can be anybody. Yeah. Yep. Now this this show, like I'm really glad that I watched Titans before this came out because Titans is such an excellent show and all these smaller characters, they get uh, more limelight. And you know, another character that DC seems to nail every time is Deathstroke. So Deathstroke in this movie, the Joe Manganiello version is awesome. The version in Arrow played by Manu Bennett, who's in who's Crixus from uh, Spartacus. He nails that role. In, in Titans, I'm not sure the actor's name, but he's an awesome Deathstroke. Yep. Like amazing. He was he was in um he was in Ozark too. He was he, yeah he was, he was yeah. the bad guy. Yeah, he's yeah, the he bad, yeah. drug, drug yep. He he's a great actor, man. Like, yeah. Like I, like watching that Deathstroke in Titans, I'm like, God damn, how are they gonna beat this dude? Like, I didn't think he's gonna win. <laughs> like he's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess like my main point is just like DC has great characters just like Marvel. They just they've just got to like treat them with the care and respect that Marvel treats theirs with. Marvel can elevate any character and make you want to go see the movie. Like there are characters that I didn't even know about a few years ago that I would go see it in the theaters next week if they came out with a movie. Like if there was a Wanda movie, I'm for sure gonna go see it. You know what I mean? Like Frank will too. 
like I just want I just want DC to you don't have to do the same thing as Marvel, but like you're playing the same game. It'd be like if the like the, the Lakers and Clippers are quote unquote rivals, right? So the Lakers are like, okay, we're, we're, our strategy is we're going to pass and shoot the ball. And the Clippers are like, you know what? We we're we're going to be different. We're going to kick the ball. That doesn't work. That doesn't work in basketball. You're still playing basketball. You know what I mean? So like, you're still a comic book company. You have great characters. Tell their stories, and that's what the Justice League does. The Snyder Cut. I was completely wrong months ago. Happy to say I was wrong. I loved it. We, you've now heard what we've said about it. Please let us know what you think about it. And Brittany, how can they do that? Easy enough. You can just search The Watchers in the Basement on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can check out all of our other videos, including Game of Thrones, which was our kickoff, uh, The Boys, also MCU. You know, we're, we've got a lot more content coming uh, your way fairly soon uh we're actually going to do the falcon and the winter soldier very very soon very excited to talk about that and also if you're not into video podcasts that's cool we are on spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts all thanks to anchor.fm where they make it really easy for us to share our thoughts with you all so once again subscribe follow us wherever be sure to give us a five-star rating. You know, we're not a large podcast, but we are a proud one. And last but not least, please share this podcast to others. Thanks, Brittany. So guys, y'all have any final thoughts before we, before we say goodbye today? Thanks for watching. <laughs> I will not be re-watching this movie again anytime soon. <laughs> Sorry. I want to make babies with Gal Gadot. <laughs> she already has babies with her husband. I want to make more. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll wrap this up by saying restore the Snyder verse. Uh, I'm, I'm there. Restore. We, I want more Zack Snyder DC movies. I need more of this stuff. So for Brittany, Frank, and George, thanks for watching. We will see you very soon with the Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're out of here. Bye.